Welcome to the sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church in downtown Bentonville. If you have questions related to what you hear today, or just want to find out more about the ministries at First United Methodist Church, please visit us online at fumcbentonville.org, or check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. Well, good morning. I want to add my welcome to Ken on this morning to say we're so happy that you're joining us on today, whether in person or online, and um, it's a great day to be in worship. You know why it's a great day? Well, today is a celebration of Christ who reigns, the king of the universe that, that reigns in our hearts. Today is a celebration, it's accumulation of the liturgical calendar. I know that sounds kind of like, what does that mean? What does that mean? So basically, we have a calendar in which the Christian church goes through from, from all the 12 months. And so we're at the end. We began with Advent. Advent is about to come next week, right? So starting over. So we begin, if you can remember back when, during, you know, last December, we had Advent, and then we had Lent, and then we had Easter, and then we had um, Pentecost. We had all these different celebrations that kind of that tell the story of Christ. And today is a reminder that Christ yet reigns as we begin to look towards Christ's coming, the waiting of Advent. And so we'll talk more about what that means. But our scripture, and we have four scriptures, and usually we don't read most, most of those. We read the gospel reading, and we don't get a chance to hear the other readings, but there was an ecumenical um, powwow, if we, if we may say, the Vatican, they came together, all different denominations came together to, to think about what it means to be ecumenical. And they came up with different scriptures that tell the story, tell the story of our Christian faith. And so we have four scriptures today, and then what I'm going to do is read those. And I would like for you to really listen, because we know that Christ is king. We know that because the scripture tells us that. But it's one thing to know it. And another thing to be able to celebrate it, proclaim it, and to live it. And so today is not about me telling you all these wonderful things about what you should know. It's about for you to, to ask a question today for yourself. Is Christ your king? Is Christ our king? Is Christ your king? And today is an opportunity, this moment here, all the business of coming here to reflect on that. And to prepare us for Advent. We'll begin our reading from Revelation. Revelation 1, verses 4 through 8. Listen now for these words. To him who loves us and freed us from our sins by his blood and made us to be a kingdom, priests serving his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds. Every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. And on his account, all the tribes of the earth will well. So it is to be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. 
And as I just mentioned, that there's scriptures here that help us connect the dots. And it's not, like I said, it's not to prove. We, we know who Jesus is. Christ is Lord. Christ Jesus is the king of the universe. And what we find here in a reading from the, the psalm reading today comes from Psalm 93. Listen to these words and tell me what you hear. The Lord is king. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed. He is guarded with strength. He has established the world. It shall never be moved. Your throne is established from old. You are from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their roaring. More majestic than the thunders of mighty waters. More majestic than the waves of the sea. Majestic on high is the Lord. Daniel chapter 7, which Ken read earlier. I'm just going to read a little bit here. Listen what the scripture says. Here now. I saw one like a human being coming with the clouds of heaven. And he came to the ancient one and was presented before him. To him was given dominion and glory and kinship that all the peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is everlasting, dominion that shall not pass away, and his kinship is one that shall never be destroyed. If you heard what I heard, and it, what Jesus is, is Lord, Jesus is Lord. Lord is, he is king. His kinship is what? Everlasting. Everlasting. And it shall not pass away. We don't have a concept in our world of kings and queens. The forefathers of our democracy didn't, did away with that. They knew what that was from the Church of England and the England itself. And so we don't, most of us don't know what it means to have a king or a queen. But if we were honest and reflecting on ourselves, we are our own queens and kings. And we profess that Christ is king and the reign of Christ is present, but what does that really look like in our lives? Is Christ your king? First, United Methodist Church of Benville, is Christ our king? And what we find in our scriptures is what the early church has discovered on past from scripture, from the Old Testament, the continuity of the testifying of the promises of God in the New Testament. It was a continuation. And we see when Jesus comes on the scene, he's, he's quoting Isaiah, that he has been anointed to, to preach the gospel to the poor and to set the captives free, to, to restore the, the eyesight of the blind. And he comes in and the ushering in his kingdom then and there. The kingdom of God is here and now. The kingdom of God is coming and will come. And the scripture in Revelation reminds us a, a real realization that Jesus created a kingdom for us. And that's the type of kingship that, 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 that Jesus offered for us as not of this world. And John's gospel were reminded that when they were um, 
interviewing him before they convicted him to go he shrunk up on the cross, Pilate kept asking him, so are you the king of the Jews? He asked that question over and over. And Jesus responds, my kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom is not of this world. And oftentimes we kind of blur the lines of who's, our, our allegiances is, is oftentimes to the world. But to, to have Christ at the center of your life, to, to profess that Christ is king of your life, that means that there is something different that happens in us. Do you desire for Christ to be at the center of your life? Is Christ at the center of your life? If you think about right now, what is at the center of your life? Where is your time going? What do you love most? And that lets us know as an inventory to ask the question, is Christ really the center of our lives? Because we're reminded if, 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 if Jesus created this kingdom for us to be priests, to serve his Father and his God, that means that something is required of us. We don't, you know, just, you know, just shout around and say, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Christian. That is something that's required of us to be a part of this kingdom that is here, that is coming, and that will come when Christ comes back in final victory. So the question for us is, are we the kings and queens of our lives? And do we need a king? Do we need a king in our lives? Because that is begins, if, if we can ask that question, because if we are honest with ourselves, we are out here doing things on our own. We don't really trust in God and, the, and all the things that God offers us through salvation in Jesus Christ. You know, the, the saying is we pull ourselves up by our bootstraps, we read all these self-help books and listen to all kinds of um, blogs and podcasts and buy all these books, the billion-dollar industry for self-help. You know where our help really comes from? From the Lord. Not saying you can't use those things, but the reality is your focus is, is it the external things of the world that's providing us salvation? Or salvation is found in Christ who reigns? And we have to have the desire. We have to, A, ask the question, do I, do I need a Savior? Is Christ my Savior? And if we could say yes, and we start to ask, you know, well, how, is, how do we center Christ in our lives? How has Christ become to be the center, the focal point in everything we do? Because we are, Christ has created a kingdom for us. And that is a different way of ruling the world. You know, the kings, and if you ever watch those Game of Thrones and all the different, um, you know, fantasy type, you know, old school, um, before... You know, the Vikings and all those different... Anybody watch those shows? Vikings? The Game of Thrones? Yeah, okay. You know how it goes. You know how they are. They, you know, they're trying to just survive, and there's kings coming, you know, and, and defeat, and, you know, you have to bend the knee, all that kind of stuff. Does that sound, is that familiar to anybody? Yes, yes. But Jesus Christ is not that type of king. Yes. Some of us need to, to, to have an inventory, but a lot of us need to, to, to be able to say today, if you watch those shows, I'm going to do it for you. When you've been defeated, what do you have to do? You have to bend the knee. And that's what we need to do today. We need to bend the knee and say, oh God, 
Jesus Christ, I surrender to you today. Bend the knee. Does anyone need to be, is, am I the only one need to be bend the knee? Yes, I'm here. Because I too am committed and I believe that Christ is the king of my life. And I can say, you know, my early 30s, I was, you know, finding that, that balance of trying to center Christ and it's an ongoing, ongoing desire that comes and goes. But thanks be to God that although Jesus Christ created a kingdom for us, but he gave us everything we need to be able to say Jesus is the center of our lives. And it begins in our baptisms, that we're giving the gift of the Holy Spirit. When, we, when we, the water comes on us, we're raised up, and our old self is dead, and we're made new creatures. And we're given that spirit of the Holy Spirit in us that allows us to turn towards grace, to discern, to, to desire, to, to be in a life of grace with Christ Jesus. And because Christ knows long ago that we wouldn't get it right, that we have the gift of the grace is meeting us every single morning and waiting for us to say, good morning, grace. And if we're asking that question, how am I experiencing grace? How am I experiencing God today? Ask this question intentionally. It allows us to center ourselves and to recognize where God is in our life. Is God really reigning? Is Christ really my king? And all that we're being the surrender and a desire for Christ to be at the center of our lives, the good story is that everything we do in life, we are victorious through Christ Jesus. Anybody believe that? We are victorious in, victorious in Christ Jesus. So despite what this world is showing us out there, that Christ's kingdom is not on this earth. And despite it, right now, we, we are having anxiety right now, the that, you know, we're still in a pandemic, all the woes of grief and, and mourning and all the different things in Christ Jesus, we are victorious. And that in Christ's kingdom, he's saying, all who are weary, come, there's rest in me. It's not what the world offers, but in Christ's kingdom, all these things are made possible. All the guilt you have in Christ's kingdom it's not there. If you're feeling like you don't belong in Christ Jesus' kingdom, all who desire to be in relationship with him, it is here in this kingdom. Yes, we're bending the knee, but yes, we are also co-heirs to the throne. Now, that's a different type of way of thinking about kingship, right? Back in the day, there was no co-heirs, but in Christ Jesus, we are co-heirs. And that we too have victory in Christ Jesus. If you need healing, <laughs> it's there in Christ's kingdom. Don't you want to be in this kingdom? Don't you really want to be able to answer the question that Christ is our king? That I no longer want to be the queen and king of my own life, but I want today to have that commitment for Christ to really reign in my life. And the ways in which we are able to do that, we, are, we do it in community. This walk through a life for Christianity is not for the faint of heart, for sure, but we do it in a community. Are you a part of a Sunday school class? We have plenty that are meeting online or in, in person. That's a way for us to do life together. 
We have class meetings that are beginning to shape in our congregation. If you don't know what class meeting is, a Wesleyan way to ask the question is, how are you experiencing God? And I got a chance, I've led, th- I've led about three now, and we have on a third one in our congregation. And it's a life of being together. There's about seven or eight of us together and asking that one question. It sounds very trivial and redundant. But I guarantee if you want to, 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 to center Christ in your life, you will want to be in the small groups that holds accountable to, to have us reflecting of how Christ is in our lives. Because we're not reflecting, then we, we are not, we're, what are we doing? We find ourselves doing our own way, and we don't have a life of commitment in Christ. And that's what Christ is reminding us today, that Christ has created a kingdom for us. We are all priests, and we have a task to do. And if we do the work on ourselves by participating in God's grace, we are transformed. And transformed people transform, transform the world. But we have to do the work ourselves. We have to ask the question, is Christ my king? So let's bend the knee today. Let us submit in, in total adoration and desire. So let it as be our prayer today. Jesus, I want you to be the center of my life. Is it anybody's prayer today? Can, can we say it together? Jesus, I want you to be the center of my life. I truly desire you, Jesus, to be the center of my life. And if you believe that prayer today, begin to watch the transformation that begins to happen in your life. New beginnings, restoration, wholeness. As we prepare our hearts for a season of Advent, of awaiting, what is desire to experience Christ anew this Advent season? Thanks be to God. Amen. Thanks for listening to the sermon podcast from First United Methodist Church in downtown Bentonville. FUMC Bentonville welcomes all. Because we believe the communion table is God's table, we invite everyone into our church family. We welcome and celebrate every race, gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, marital status, age, physical and mental ability, national origin, economic station, and political ideology. We come together in action and outreach, aspiring to follow Jesus' example for radical hospitality, love, and grace as a transformative movement in our community. Please join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 9 and 11 a.m., both in person and on Facebook Live. All are welcome, and we'd love to have you with us. Grace and peace.